Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. An army chaplain is under fire being investigated by Joseph Biden's transgender police. We interview former Navy chaplain Wes Motter, who will tell you how to defend religious freedom for the troops. Former Navy chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A United States Army chaplain is now under investigation, reports American Military News. After the chaplain criticized the ideas of allowing transgender people to serve in the military and calling them mentally ill in a Facebook post. Officials with the 3rd Security Force Assistant Brigade at Fort Hood, Texas, are looking into the Facebook comments made by Chaplain Major Andrew Kelvert. This is confirmed by the Army Times. The Army Times posted a link about President Joe Biden's Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's support of overturning a ban that had been enacted by the Trump administration on allowing transgender people to serve in the military. That is, men who pretend to be women and put on women's uniforms in the service. Remember Corporal Klinger from MASH? Well, this is that on steroids because now they're going after the chaplains who criticize the policy. The Army Times has since reported on the controversy that began on its own Facebook page. Chaplain Calvert is quoted as commenting the following words, quote, how is rejecting reality, biology, not evidence that a person is mentally unfit, ill, and thus making that person unqualified to serve? There is little difference in this over those who believe and argue for a flat earth. Despite the overwhelming evidence to the contrary, the motivation is different, but the argument is the same. This person is a med board, medical evaluation board for mental wellness waiting to happen. What a waste of military resources and funding, end quote. Chaplain Calvert's comments came the same day that President Biden overturned the Trump era transgender troop ban. Back in 2017, President Trump had informally announced a ban on Twitter, and the policy was later officially implemented in April of 2019, barring any individual from receiving taxpayer-funded sex change operations while serving in the military, or other treatments for gender dysphoria, preventing them from serving. Gender dysphoria, by the way, is a real condition. It is the official term We'll sit in the DSM-5 for an individual's conflict, their inner conflict between their perceived gender and the sex that God assigned them at birth. For example, the American Psychiatric Association, you know all those psychologists that are in the army, 
they would read from their Bible, which says the following, quote, some people who are transgender will experience gender dysphoria, which refers to psychological distress that results from an incongruence between one's sex assigned at birth and one's gender identity, end quote. In other words, it is a sign of mental dysphoria. The chaplain is not wrong, he's speaking the truth. But under Trump era order, service members who identified as transgender but had not received a diagnosis or treatment were eligible to continue serving but only sharing the same showers and sleeping quarters as their biological sex, not their imaginary sex. Responding to Military Times request for comment from his unit, a spokesman for the Army said the following, quote, we are aware of Major Calvert's social media post in the Army Times Facebook page. The matter is currently under investigation, end quote. And that's the news, our thanks to American Military News, for that report. Um, you know, setting aside the sexual confusion, setting aside the, even the transgender biology arguments, okay, and, and I think the, the psychology agrees with the chaplain, the chaplain is telling the truth. There's a bigger issue here, and that is integrity. I went to the Air Force Academy, said we will not lie, steal, cheat, or tolerate among us anyone who does. There is a spirit of lying inside of the transgender activist who says, shows up to work one day, has always been a man and says, I feel like a woman today. Well, you can feel that way, that might be truthful, you feel like a woman, but when you say you are a woman, that's lying, and that is punish punishable by discharge. Instead, this chaplain who's speaking the truth ought to be promoted, because apparently he's the only one speaking the truth in the army these days. Bible says this in Matthew 5, and God bless you, Chaplain Calvert. Blessed are you who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for all army chaplains that they will not be drummed out of the service for speaking God's truth. That they will have respect for all of our troops who refuse to kowtow to this political correctness movement and join the lie Father, I pray that the truth speakers are promoted and the liars are rejected. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. We have an interview with former Navy Chaplain Wes Motter about all this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Are you frustrated by recent events in American politics? Do you wish you had the power to change things? Well, now you do. Don't say I'm only one person, I can't make a difference because we can teach one person with a little bit of political knowledge, how to take back their country and make a real difference. When you get the book, How to Liberate the World, a step-by-step -step guide to take back your country. I wrote this book on personal experience having helped change bad laws or policies in, 30, in 13 states and won my own office in my own election for a legislature. I teach you how to use these political tools the same way that the left has been using for years, we now offer to Christians to use the right way to expand God's kingdom. There's a prayer after every chapter, and in the book, How to Liberate the World, we teach you how to write a petition and get a thousand people to sign your petition, how to organize a rally and get a thousand people to march with you, how to write a press release and get your story in the newspapers, how to do fundraising for your cause or your organization. That chapter alone is worth the price of the book. 
And finally, how to run for office and win. These things are all in How to Liberate the World. And just to prove to you they really work, we're gonna throw in this DVD activist Christian set. Uh, this is a $30 value. We're giving it to you half for half price. $15 for this, $15 for this. Normally, the two together would be $45. We're gonna give it to you for $30 suggested donation. Would you call us today at 866-Obey-God? Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit the website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore, but for free shipping, you gotta call us now, 866-Obey-God. You can take back your country. We will give you the tools so you're not frustrated anymore. You will have power through prayer, through the Holy Ghost, through God to take back your country. Call today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Here to comment more generally about religious freedom in the military is a friend of mine and a former Navy chaplain who paid the price. When the government said, you have to approve of sin, this chaplain refused and he followed Jesus and the Bible. Uh, this is Chaplain Wes Motter, who was discharged from the Navy after some controversy. Wes, how are you today? Good, thank you. It's a privilege to be with you. So uh, remind our audience who you are and, and the short version of your story. I'm the first Navy chaplain in the country's history to be fired for doing my job. <laughs> and what I was fired for uh, was that I was not willing to allow the government to come into my conscience and to endorse homosexual marriage in private counseling sessions. Wow. And it doesn't mean that I am homophobic. It doesn't mean that I hate gay people. In fact, my ordination calls me to love everybody, that I have that distinguished privilege as a Christian minister in the Assemblies of God to love God's people regardless of what they believe in. So I was charged, I uh, served for 21 years and the Navy wanted to take my career at 18 and a half years, uh, remove me from the promotion board, take my retirement and bring me up on charges of not being able to function in a diverse pluralistic environment. And the, the care piece was something that I did not do well. So as a Navy chaplain, they talk about care, provide, facilitate, advise. And so under the Obama administration, they wanted to dictate how to care. And I'm like, that's sacred. And that's not something really open for discussion or you know, having the government tell me how to minister as a gospel minister. Right. So I won my case. I was exonerated fully, retired in 2016 with high honors. Well, thank you. I, I recall also you were literally the poster boy for Navy recruiting. When I became a chaplain, they showed me a video of you marching with the Marines as a chaplain as, as a way to inspire new recruit chaplains. Uh, you were also with SEAL Team 6, uh, earned a presidential unit citation ribbon as part of uh, America's top secret SEALs. And uh, your, your ordaining body, the Assemblies of God, good Pentecostal domination, they love Jesus and love the Bible. So that's kind of uh, the intro of, of this is a chaplain who was under fire, later exonerated, but now the news cycle is breaking again. President Biden is endorsing transgenders for military service. This is going to cause a little bit of tension uh, because commands are not gonna know how to 
keep the men out of the women's restroom, so to speak. Uh, there are certain Navy ships, you've been deployed, uh, you know, certain Marine posts where men who pretend to be women are gonna want access to the private birthing facilities of real women in the military. How is this going to unfold in your mind? It's a tragedy, and I'll tell you why, because the military is a warfighting organization. It is not uh, a place to experiment with um, com combatant commanders. And as you know, the definition of a Navy chaplain, we're the moral ethical advisor to the command. So we can't tell them what to do, but we can certainly advise. And I would say that, you know, just like chaplains got rid of flogging at the turn of the century, chaplains will have to take a stand, not just praying in Jesus' name, but they're gonna have to take a stand on the moral ethical issues that will come down from the strategic level. And they're not gonna, you just can't be thinking about your career or retirement. You're gonna have to stand before the Lord and you're going to have to faithfully discharge your duties as your ordaining bodies have ordained you. And it's unfortunate if that day comes where the military uh, spends taxpayer dollars on transgender servicemen and women, it is not going, it's gonna be like mixing oil and water. It's going to cause dissension. It's going to cause issues and crisis. There is so much right now combatant commanders have their plates full of completing the mission that they're given. The last thing they need is the commander-in-chief doing experimentation with our God-given sexuality, which is sacred. There are core values in the military, and we have them, and they're called honor, courage, and commitment. In no way, shape, or form does that compatible with transgenderism. And it's not to, we're rejecting transgender people or whatever title that you want. We're not called to debate that, but we are called to provide a climate in which our servicemen and women can function and complete and protect our country as the commander in chief gives those orders. And if he gives an immoral order, if he does not follow scripture, then it's just gonna come down to Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel chapter three. Who is going to take a stand? It's yeah. not just the chaplain moderators and the Gordon Klingenschmitz. Every military chaplain will need to do the right thing. And we still have a right and wrong in America. We still, we're founded on the gospel. Yeah, and not only for themselves, so, yeah. uh, but for the sake of the sailors. There are going to be junior sailors who walk into their chaplain's office, maybe a young woman who, who is otherwise subject to sexual harassment on the ship or, or in the Marines, and you know how the banter goes back and forth, but sometimes it's very serious. And this young woman who is going to come to her chaplain as a Christian and say, but chaplain, I don't wanna share a shower with that man who pretends to be a woman because he's, it's violating my conscience, my conscience rights to not have to share birthing or sleeping quarters with that man. What do you advise to that young sailor or Marine? Let's take a short break and West Modern will answer right after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. 
But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly, I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I left you with a cliffhanger. What would Chaplain Motter, or what should Navy chaplains tell a young sailor who doesn't wanna share common sleeping quarters or, or, or showers with an opposite gender, transgender person who is violating their privacy? Uh, Chaplain Motter, what would you say? Well, just like we protect conscientious objectors, that sailor or Marine will have to request masks and go straight to the commander and say, my service to my country is incompatible with that, that order. I cannot submit to that order. And so I'm gonna either request a transfer or a discharge of the service if you're putting those in compromising positions. But I, I honestly believe that the chaplain and the command structure, regardless of the commander in chief, is able to discern what is moral and ethical. And I know that there are exceptions in the, in the military, but you know, the military is the one place that I really appreciate that commanders know the right and wrong. They know they've been entrusted with special trust and confidence to execute moral ethical decisions. And I know politics can get involved, but that young sailor or Marine is going to have to live in a way that that's beneficial for them. Then you can also serve in military service. But if you're given an immoral or an unethical um, directive or an order, then you either don't serve or you have to transfer or you have to request mast and you're gonna have to use the local command chaplain and hopefully that chaplain is worth his weight in gold that can walk alongside that sailor or marine and say this is wrong and this is what we need to do it's going to it's going to be a disservice to our american military men and women if we don't do the right thing right now because we can see what's happening in the ripple effect 
whatever happens at the executive level gets down to the tactical level. And then chaplains have to deal with that. Will chaplains capitulate? Will chaplains take a stand and do the right thing, even if it costs you your career? Because that's what we're called to do. We're called to follow the Lord. At the same time, we don't want to be legalistic, dogmatic. We want to be loving, but I, there are some laws that are not open for debate, and God's laws are not open for debate. Uh, it doesn't mean that you can't serve. Christians still can serve in the armed forces. Uh, but when those unethical or immoral uh, decisions are made, you don't have to participate. I know that and you were honorably discharged in 2016. You, you, you lost your career early, but you were allowed to retire with a full pension in 2016. Back in 2013 and 2014, we were sending petitions to Congress to change the NDAA to authorize religious freedom, not only for chaplains, but for troops and their ability to object to gay marriage. For example, you got in trouble or were accused of discrimination, but were ultimately exonerated because federal law protects your right to opt out of gay marriage or pro-gay counseling. Do you think with, with these new changes and transgenders being allowed to serve in the military, the Biden administration is going to protect the federal legal rights of Christians, or are they gonna target Christians for removal? That's a great question, Gordon, and I was thinking of that. And, you know, praying in Jesus' name will be the least of your worries. It's going to become increasingly hard for military chaplains and Christians to serve if our president does not lead from a moral center. And, um, you know, in the words of Dr. Ravi Zacharias, I remember him saying in his book, A Case for, in a Case for Christ, anything Jesus brings into culture, culture wants to change it. When you peel this onion all the way back, it's hatred for the Lord. It's hatred for who Jesus said he was. And we don't talk about that much, but that's the core. And if you follow Christ, you're going to be hated. And that's the cost. And unfortunately, in 245 years of our great republic, we have walked away little by little, frog in the kettle, and we are reaping what we've sown. And so not to mention scripture constantly, but I can't get Hosea 10, 11, and 12 out of my mind. Break up your unplowed ground. Reap the fruit of unfailing love. You know, we have to sow good seed. The seed from our forefathers has been sown that we are a nation of laws and we are a Christian nation. And you can't change that. The DNA can only be set once in a church and it can only be set once in America. We're a Christian nation. Amen. And so there's always going to be this friction and spiritual warfare in our military and in our culture until we turn our hearts back to the Lord, Amen. until we take God's word for what it is and put our hope in Christ. And so transgenderism, LGBTQ, and all these things are distractions. The military needs to focus on what it's been given as a mission. 
and it cannot be used as an experimentation bed to see if things work or to push an agenda. It's a disservice to our country. And if that happens, the chaplain corps and every military chaplain who wears a cross on their collar is going to have to carry that cross with integrity. And it may or may not mean that you get a Navy commendation or an MSM or a presidential unit citation because you're not going to be loved and liked by doing the right thing and being a prophetic voice to the military. You don't want to become a part of it. You want to be a prophetic voice, a moral and ethical advisor to that commander. Amen. And to that young enlisted person. When yeah, I was in the have, Navy. We have just one minute left. I wonder if you would um, just offer a word of prayer with our audience. Our audience wants to pray with you, but for those next generation of sailors and Marines. Sure, if you're a young enlisted Marine or sailor or airman or in the Navy, or you're a military family, I would love to just say a prayer for you. Would you just bow your hearts and let's go to the Lord. Father, in your word, it says we can come boldly before your throne. And as we begin this new year, we wanna begin with you. And we thank you for the call of God on every service member and their families right now. Every veteran who loves America, Help us like George Washington bowed his knee. Help us to bow our knee to your lordship and leadership. And I pray in Jesus' name for your protection upon every single service member facing any kind of persecution, whether it be religious liberty, a scripture verse, uh, immoral direct order. Help us to uphold the standard of honor and courage and commitment. Help us, Lord, to uphold the standard of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. When our country looks upon us when we wear the nation's cloth, help us to walk with the highest of integrity. And I pray, Lord, for any military member, service member, military chaplain, that they would draw their strength from you. They would have the courage of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That there's no other hope in any other place than at your feet and help us to be faithful to the high calling on our lives. For it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Our guest has been Chaplain Wes Motter. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit. If you need prayer today or if, you call, if, if you're in trouble, if you're in the military, we'll give you privacy, we'll give you confidential assistance if you call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Call us today, and if you can, help donate to keep us on the air. God bless you in Jesus' name, we'll see you next time. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.